Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea how to start this one. I'm starting it by turning my fan off. That would have been good for the audio. <laughs> I think people would have appreciated it. Yeah, nice bit of ambient noise. Mm. But ambient noise is probably better than what we're going to come up with. <laughs> what do you mean, we? Mainly you, I think. You yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, my ideas are pretty shit. Uh, you, know, you know the famous mirror scene in Taxi Driver? Like the. You mm-hmm. talking to me? You gotta be talking to me. There's no one else yeah. in here. That one. Uh, basically, I was watching Martin Scorsese's Masterclass and he mentioned how no one really remembers it this way but if you go back and watch that scene there's just like like if it was released today people would be like oh the sound editor or the microphones they've used are clearly awful they don't know what they're doing with uh sound suppression there's literally like a plane (laughs) people talking like street musicians it's just awful (laughs) most youtubers have better cancellation of the background noises than that and yet no one cared i don't think people people do really care about audio that much like i think they know when it's shit like just when it's shit quality anyway but that kind of Mm -hmm. middle ground upwards i don't think people really care that much I'll be, I don't even care about visual quality, to be honest. <laughs> like, I'll play old games and be like, yeah, I can see it. It's fine. Mm. I don't like playing, like, the old, old games. Like, I recently replayed the original Crash on the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. That was painful. <laughs> that was really painful. It's odd, because this... This doesn't really seem like a podcast that's been put together by people who don't care about quality. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, if we ignore episode three. Everyone's going to ignore episode three. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, four, it might be saved in the edit. I uh, No, hearing it back after James edited episode three, I reckon four is going to be worse. <laughs> I just see it. Why don't we make this episode four and just forget about... <laughs> Forget about whatever that was. On game, James. Yeah, do you wanna... yeah. I think that might. Okay. I might want to see it edited when it eventually gets down to like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we probably should have a buffer between episode three and that one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe switch the order around. We didn't reference any current events in that one. Get back on trap. I don't know. Does someone want to say welcome to episode four? And <laughs> <laughs> then we can. <laughs> We can just cut and then... How many more recordings are we going to have to start with Welcome to Episode 4? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not another one after this. Right. Welcome to Episode 4. James, what's your idea? Well, my idea this week is something that has been attempted but didn't really live up to the ambition and didn't get properly done. But... Mm-hmm. The basic premise for it is a real-life simulator game. Did you get this idea from the episode of Rick and Morty? <laughs> no. No. I haven't watched that in a while, to be fair. And I forgot that was even a a, a thing on there. Can you see how they 
they might have explored all of the um, the humour in this topic. Maybe not all of the humour. I'd hope not. But the difference would be you could decide where you started from. Like in right. that, I think you have to you start as a baby, don't you? And let's yeah. be honest, the first, what, 10 years are going to be boring as fuck. I know they were for me. <laughs> I think they were for a lot of people, to be honest. But yeah, that's it's. But, but it would have to be like an open world game, and it'd have to be a limit to the map size, I guess. Oh, there's a limit to the world, so yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but obviously, within the game itself, you'd have people being able to decide like where to build locations. So, basically. This is how I envisage it, envisage it anyway. You'd start the game with, like, nothing at all. And then you have to, obviously, like, find a job or find legitimately or illegitimately. And then, obviously, you have to build up your, your cash value in order to build, like, a house, in order to feed yourself and stuff like that. So if you really wanted to, you could just kind of, like, completely ignore all of it and just eat out of bins and shit. Is still about the game? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, and my, like, alternate lifestyle, but... I've got a lot to say on this one, I think. Go for it. Firstly, I don't know what it is that you're referencing that tried it, but I think maybe save that for later, because otherwise we're going to focus too much on that. But just as an idea itself, I'm already... Leaning towards, there's no way anyone would enjoy this. Because life, you just do it. You don't choose to do it. Why would anyone? This is. Like, I'm gonna pay money. This is the main difference, though. Is obviously, um, let's take games for example that have been well have attempted that sort of open world semi. I'm gonna call it semi realistic because the game I'm about to say is not realistic at all. But GTA is based on a similar premise we have to either work legitimately well i say legitimately like work doing lesser crimes or more crimes in order to get paid to buy stuff and that works in a similar way similar way but basically it would just be left as like an open decision as to whether because you'll get some servers which are like entirely people taking the piss and just oh this killing is everyone. multiplayer yeah Online multiplayer, not like a stupid fucking version of The Sims. And then obviously you'd have like small groups, small like um, servers and stuff that would be like, you know how like you get on Facebook, like where you have everybody um, interacts like they're Charles Boyle from Brooklyn Nine Nine or some shit. Nope, haven't not seen it. Uh, have you not seen any of those that are like um, pretend to be? I'm trying to think of another one. Everyone pretends to be a... I'm trying to think of another one. I just keep thinking... You're on about a Facebook group rather than a Facebook... Oh, I thought you meant like like one of those Zynga games that's on Facebook. No, they're fucking Right, yeah, no, I know the sort of... Like the sort of let's all pretend we're lost in Tesco. That's it. Stuff like that. So you're... 
you'll um, have groups like that that obviously try and create like a nice community or whatever. But then you'll also have like the people wanting to destroy fucking everything groups like Mad Max. But because it'd be completely open world and everything would be able to be built and destructible, then there literally is the freedoms in the server itself and the players. I don't know who would go onto a, a life simulator and choose to get a normal job. I mean, some people would. Like, you think the amount of people that play, after playing GTA for a while, will then just try and drive around GTA normally? I think that's something that they do for five minutes. I don't think they work in an office. <laughs> no. I think it would be very disproportionately people trying to kill other people. But doesn't that add to the game itself? Like, obviously, there'd be some servers that do try and create, like, a normal life simulator because there are people that play games like that. Not a huge amount, I'll admit, mm -hmm. but there are people that are interested in that sort of stuff. But to me, the main issues will be the hardware for processing that sort of data and keeping it good graphics. You could oh, yeah, have it as bad graphics. That could be good. It could, but I don't think it would add to the realistic side of it. Which obviously sounds stupid because it wouldn't be used as a realistic game at all, but... So there are NPCs, presumably, or AI characters, as well as normal Um There'd have to be, I guess. Okay. Even if it was just for like a kind of intro sort of half hour or whatever. And if you kill enough of them, does society collapse? Is there just not enough people that run the generators and stuff? I mean, you'd have to build it into like the interaction algorithms. And how the characters interacted with each other. Because obviously with the NPCs, mm -hmm. you couldn't just have them as like stupid NPCs. Because it just wouldn't work. Because you'd have like a store that had just been blown up and the guy just still pretending to sell shit. Um, so it'd be quite a large undertaking in that aspect. Okay. Besides jobs... What differentiates this from Minecraft? Um, so the main difference would be, especially in Minecraft, when you're building, you're limited into what you can build. Whereas in this, it would literally be building actual structures, like a bit like um, Sims. In the way that Sims, you can more limited in your game than in Minecraft. I would have thought. Well, it would have to be, basically, the way that I see it going is you'd have to have, like, an original release and then you'd have to have, like, free DLCs after it to improve, like, the construction and stuff like that. Yeah. Just because of the sheer volume of, like, data you'd need, for example, to just have a brick wall crumble compared to wood. Mm-hmm. But because, in Minecraft as well, because you have to build in squares, you wouldn't have to in in my proposed idea because you could build in like any shapes at all because you it'd be based on individual pixels rather than like big blocks okay i'm just trying to think of suggestions for what you could add in there so there's not going to be any aliens or monsters it's going to be all stuff that could actually exist 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'd be wildlife and stuff as well. So what is the uh, incentive to play? What's the objective? Does there need to be one? Like, obviously, you'd level up, which gives you access to more materials and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I, I think it needs something to distinguish it from just living a normal life. Other than there being, like, no consequences. And that time moves faster. Yeah. I think definitely having, like, an EXP, well, level luck on certain items. Or having, like, a... Um, a bit like, you know, the tree skills. They're like, they're using like Far Cry and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Where you get skill points in order to upgrade certain bits of your character's, um, ability. Having that for like completing certain tasks or something like that. That's where the NPCs, I guess, would come in. Can you go to jail in this game? Yeah. And can other people break you out? Yeah. Okay, I like that. I'll just be doing that constantly. Yeah, why well, do you make that game? <laughs> well, that obviously be part of the game. But that's what... I, because basically every job option would be available. You could be anything from, like, a policeman, prison guard, criminal, office worker. Which would give you, like, a varied... I guess, your own storyline throughout the game. Because mm-hmm. obviously, if you were to do it, you, if you were to pick a career, you'd obviously have to have like an NPC as like a manager or captain or something like that. How, how are you dealing with death in this game? Um, it would be a bit like... I'm trying to think of what the other game is. Where you don't... Where you, if you die, you just lose everything. So you just start from scratch, basically. Okay. Or have, like, a save area where you can save items. And then you'd lose anything that isn't in that area. Like a bank, for example. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, since you're making this game, you can bang in this game. I mean, that's very judgmental of you, but yeah. <laughs> you can. Ru- I think you'd have to blur it. <laughs> Oh, you just invented Sims now. Yeah. Now, when he said the idea, that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> why would Why would he want to simulate real life, but like in a way that where there were no consequences? I think adding a sexual component to it can go down a dark a dark path, and on reflection, I think I might have to get rid of that. Oh, so that was already in it. That it was my plan to have it in it, but. I think... In many ways to build the game completely around it. Yeah, I think you could have some serious legal consequences for keeping that in the game. I reckon a sex game would be good. I reckon that's where VR porn would be. I reckon that's where it's going. Because currently it's sort of like just watch a video. Oh, boring. Interactive. But if you can actually walk up to the person and be like, Hello, sexy man. Hello, sexy lady. Let's have some fun. <laughs> How can that get people on board? I think it's its own game that would work, but in a game which could potentially have a school in it. 
I don't <laughs> think that would work. Can we leave that in? I don't know. I really don't know if we can leave that in. Uh, <laughs> that's it's just me summing up that point. If I'm editing this one, that's not going in. I think it's James editing this one. Yeah, <laughs> I'll debate it. Um. I think it needs something like that needs to go in because that's the kind of thing that I was hinting at is that it would be used for predators. Yeah. To kind of relive fantasies and shit. When you said this had been tried and it was controversial, is that what you were referring to? As this no. No. They tried it as a Kickstarter. Right. Mm-hmm. But they didn't meet the deadlines and then there was some issue with the funds from Kickstarter that had been released or something and the no, Kickstarter had no access to it or something like that. I can't remember what that, it was called. That describes every big Kickstarter project. Yeah. But they refused or something along those lines and then had a massive legal battle. Oh, have a look. Where? I can't remember what it was. How big are you talking the map is going to be? Because you did oh, say it had to have to bigger than the GTA map. That sort of size. Economics. Yeah, just because you'd need. Um, that's what it was called. <laughs> oh no, that's wrong. I'm trying to find exactly what happened. Again, if I edit this one, I'm leaving all of this in. <laughs> Yeah, so it received over two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, um, but then Kickstarter stepped in and shut it whole the whole thing down because they kept delaying it. Mm. Basically, I think they underestimated how much it cost, and then there was an issue with them. Kickstarter basically said, "Where are the where are you getting the rest of your money from? Because it's going this going to cost a lot," and they couldn't show. I th- they obviously couldn't show where it came from. I think scale-wise is the biggest problem for this idea. I think it's more like the um, the small kind of details is where all the data is being held. So, like, for example, a phone would take up so much data to load in, it was it would be ridiculous, even on the new consoles. If you just said it before phones existed... Cut stuff down a fair bit. The 1970s would be a good fit. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> I'm glad you said 70s. As opposed to what? I think the 60s would be a more difficult era, obviously, with trying to include drug use in games as a nightmare. Because GTA followed a lot of backlash for it, even though they're rated an 18. I think this, the retro aspect would also fix the whole why would people actually go on it thing as well because it's more of an experience than just living in a slightly fictionalized version of the world like the 40s for example with la noir they didn't have like other jobs besides policemen but people actually yeah no there was a sort of cult following for that game as a result so yeah i think that bit Mm -hmm. you'd have to pick like a popular decade though because L.A. Noire's already been done for the 40s. 
the fifties, basically nothing fucking happened. Was it forties? I guess it was. It was after World War Two. I think it was fifties, or maybe it's the late forties. Okay, that's on border. Yeah, and then obviously when you get into, I don't, I can't think of a game that was based in the sixties or seventies. Yeah, I know a couple. Well, I know one that's in the eighties. And there are a couple that are presumably set in the 90s because they were released then. But, you know, I don't think there's many. Yeah. But the 60s, probably because of drug use, to be honest. When was Margaret Thatcher? Was she 80s? When was she Eight. Prime Minister? Yeah. 70s, 80s, wasn't it? 79 to 90, I think. Okay. Because there is a game where you play in Thatcherite England, I believe on a council estate. And it's a very left-wing game. <laughs> I, I just saw my... Uh, I saw someone play it. Very pleased with myself, because I just Googled Margaret Thatcher and I got the years exactly right. It's very impressive, Jake. Thank you. And there's, there's fewer jobs then as well, really. So it's easier to do. Like, you'd obviously miss a couple, but you could get most of them. And the it... thing that I'd be worried about is obviously there's quite a big backlash at the minute that there aren't a lot of female protagonists in games mm-hmm. because GTA's under a lot of pressure for their next one to have a female protagonist as well as um, Red Dead featured more female characters than it did before. Mm-hmm. Um, if you base it in the 60s and made it realistic for the 60s women didn't exist in the 1960s no they didn't no, actually didn't. that's a good no. point mm. when were they invented uh, 90s maybe yeah uh, whenever the spy schools I think they were the first <laughs> but you know what I mean that obviously it wouldn't be depicting a very nice image. I don't I don't think you have to code sexism into the game. No one's making you do that. I don't is there any game I, I can't think of any that actually deal with sexism as a topic really. No, there's plenty that deal with racism. Hmm. Often very badly as well, and they still go over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably because there aren't very many women in the video game industry. Um, there's been an increase. A fair bit. There has. There's definitely some encouragement of it. Mm. Uh... I know um, Assassin's Creed started using more female protagonists. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that dealt with sexism, really. I reckon you're on something here. Woman Simulator. The Wikipedia page for sexism in video games. It's not about video games that deal with sexism. It's, yeah. It's about, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. exactly what you think it is. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It is. I really can't think of any. Maybe. Was there something in Horizon about how men were the fighters? Maybe. I can't remember it, but. No, because you have women doing the trial with her at the start. Yeah, you do, but why was she? Why was she an outcast? Was she, she just an orphan? 
She wasn't, yeah, I don't think she was born into it. Hmm. I think that was the storyline behind it. Um, okay. Well, the female protagonist, Last of Us didn't deal with sexism, I don't think. More. No, not really. No, and they got a lot of kickback for um thingy, didn't they? Oh, for making the yeah. protagonist slightly muscular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Fortnite as well got done for making boobs bounce. That's not great, is it? No, it's not, to be fair. Especially for a I kids game. I don't think that would be a problem if there was like realistic physics in the rest of the game. Yeah, there's... <laughs> PC gone mad, in my opinion. There must be some small-scale games. I'm sure there's. I'd have thought games. so because there are lots of um, like little studios that deal with like uh, trans rights and stuff. Yeah, I I wonder if Cyberpunk had some sort of sexism ingrained into it. Like, I didn't play it. I haven't played it from what yet. from what I hear. They cover like the ideology behind the cyberpunk genre on like a very surface level. Mm-hmm. I also haven't played it there, so I'm comfortable making that sort of broad conclusion about it. Though <laughs> I think a lot of people have made a lot of conclusions about it, and that's probably the nicest one. I was majorly um, turned off by it when the cyberpunk account was retweeting Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's who the villains are in cyberpunk. Uh... Okay, so is is a female only protagonist game, or is it set in yeah. the sixties? Which of these are you actually keeping oh. on? I don't think I want to keep on the sixties. I think it's too niche of a time frame, and I don't think many gamers would play it. Not like non-ironically. Gamers hate the Beatles. Always have. Yeah. I think this is another one I regret suggesting. But it just solidified by picking stuff, so not 60s, modern day, presumably, no. then? Yeah, I think it would have to work as modern day. I think if you did it in the 60s, it's not ambitious enough because there aren't that many jobs. Uh, that would give you an excuse to focus on the crime aspect of it, though. So I think chances are people yeah, aren't but... going to be doing the, the office shops and stuff. <sighs> Yeah, I just think it's not a time frame, not a time period that I want people role playing in. Because you had a lot of things going on in the sixties between the civil rights in America. Okay. You had you don't you don't have to put this in the game. No, but what I'm saying is, is if you open it up to a community that literally has very little moderation and they can do anything, you want to keep as little controversy in there as possible. By the 70s, though, racism was cured, so said it in the 70s, no problem. <laughs> and female protagonist, yes, or just make it so that there's a lot of options for it? I'd make it so there's a lot of options. You'd obviously have male, female, and non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep it, like, as many choices as possible. Yes. I don't know. This is the sort of game that I probably 
would end up trying, but I think when it's explained, it's just a bit like, what? Why would anyone play that? But then you, <laughs> you look at GTA Online, and it's like one of the most... Well, I mean, GTA just is the most uh, profitable media, mm-hmm. I think, of, of any medium. And well, the... Minecraft as well, very popular. Sims, very popular. But when you just explain them, they're a bit like, oh. Well, the only other game I can think of with, like, a similar scale would be No Man's Sky, which basically had to release a whole other fucking game because it was just done awfully the first time. And that got boring after a while. I hear it's good now, but I've not played it. Yeah. I've played it recently, and it's it's all right. Well, it reminds me the most of, I get adverts a lot for a game called BitLife, where it's like you scroll through it and it says, oh, you're going to college, do you want to revise, do you want to bang? And you press bang, and I'm like, oh, you got a shit degree, you're going to have to get a shit job. <laughs> or do crime, so you press do crime and you go to prison. <laughs> so that's pretty much what this is. Pretty much. Are you going to make it all entertaining? So the jobs that you do, is it going to be mini-games or is it going to be... Oh, it'd be mini-games. I think if you did the actual jobs, people would just fucking hate it. Could you imagine just doing data entry for like, what, eight and a half in-game hours? I think there are people out there who would love that. Oh, no. But certainly it's a few. But that's the other side of the game, is if you made it like super realistic you could teach people skills within the game you just make a training program basically but what because basically you could have somebody that was that decided to be like a lecturer or something and then you'd obviously have people enter that server in order to learn and stuff <laughs> if you wanted to no, I don't think anybody would. I think it's people like, would enter it and take the piss. But do you remember, if you were a kid and you were off sick, CBBS and CBBC during the day would be educational kids programs. Yeah, and they were awful. They weren't. They, they weren't tricking anyone. They weren't tricking the kids into thinking these were fun shows. <laughs> that's that's what you're talking about. I I actually would play that game if there was one person selected to be a lecturer on a topic. And then the rest of them have to sit... Like, have you seen that VR stand-up? I don't know what the game's called. Have you seen any clips from that game? No. No. I mean, the clips are of varying quality, but essentially, uh, I don't think you need a VR set, but I think it basically needs one. And, yeah, you get, like, your five, two-minute set or something, and then people will actually, like... Boo and laugh and <laughs> like, respond to your jokes and stuff. That sounds fantastic. And I imagine it would be pretty much the exact same game, but with the jokes more focused on pseudo intellectual teachings yeah. about whatever topic was this. Yeah, and it'd be very difficult to moderate as well. Don't moderate it. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave it unmoderated. <laughs> yeah. I think you can't go wrong with giving someone a platform, an audience, and free reign to talk about anything they want. And like, if all the students leave the lecture hall, then the lessons cancel or something. Or if the lecturer doesn't turn up in fifteen minutes, then you can go. 
Yeah. It's, I don't even know where to hone in on. There's so much where it's, this could go. It, there's literally limitless possibilities to it because it's basically life, except there's less rules. The more you talk about the concept, like, generically, the m- it just sounds creepier and creepier. <laughs> yeah. So, can you be famous in this game? Well... Is that an option? I guess so. But it'd have to be, like, actually famous. It couldn't just be like, oh, I chose to be famous. If you get what I mean. I don't at all. So you'd actually have to put in work. You couldn't just be like, when you're going through your options at the start, that you wanted to be famous. Yeah, okay. Okay, so if you work at being a guitarist in-game and do concerts, you actually can get your face on billboards and stuff. Yeah, but those billboards can also be covered in graffiti. I'm liking this game. (laughs) (laughs) I like that bit. Just someone puts in thousands of hours of work. <laughs> and some graffiti is prick on their face there. <laughs> I reckon this game could actually make people care more about like social responsibility. Because like, your mm. graffiti thing at the moment, you don't really think oh, someone's job is to paint post itself. I mean, I don't really graffiti things. Yeah. But you don't think, oh, this person's worked for ages. To be able to have their picture shown, someone's put it up. No, you just graffiti it with name on it. Whereas, maybe you'd do it more because you enjoy it, but you'd at least be aware of what you're actually doing. (laughs) And also, you could alter punishments and stuff. So, for example, for those types of crimes, you could basically create a punishment that halts any further progress until they cover or get rid of their graffiti. Fair enough. I think that's the one thing that's missing from GTA mainly is the the consequences to your actions there aren't really There's any. Nothing. And even if the police are on you for just hitting one pedestrian if you avoid mm. them for long enough then it's the same consequence as if you blow up 20 cars. So it's a bit silly. In that regard. Yeah. Especially online, because you lose some of your money when you're done in the campaign. Online, you're just fine. And you respawn where you died as well, so it's not like you have to put in any effort to get back to where you were. I hate how you Did you lose all your... Go on I just hate paying for the car when it blows up. That's what I hate most in the game. If someone else does it, you get it for free, but if you blow up yourself, you have to pay. I think that might be a new thing. Unless they don't have money. Mm. Oh, then you, then have, you to have to pay. Yeah. Oh, that's quite funny. <laughs> it's really annoying with like the flying bike that shoots rockets out of it, though, because you have people that just fly around killing everybody. That is what made me stop playing the game. Yeah. I have not played it ages. I don't see how people play it consistently. I had a look uh, just now, and the last time I played it was. November, and I think I just tried the story for like half an hour and gave up. Yeah, I deleted it recently. It's so big. Yeah, it is ridiculously big. But so's I've just downloaded NBA 2K21, mm-hmm. and that's like nearly 90 gigs for a basketball fucking game. That would be the main issue for this game as well. 
that the file size would be massive or you'd have to have like decent internet connection yeah yeah it does sound like to get a realistic uh, simulation of like life being able to do anything and shit mm-hmm. the hardware would be not something that anyone's got no it definitely doesn't exist at the moment although was it battle for the new battlefield that's about to come out that's supposed to have like a really realistic like every building collapses kind of sort of massive open world gameplay to it so i don't know how they've done that hmm. might repeat a lot of stuff mm. but apparently it reacts to like certain hitting in certain areas as well it's not just like an animation mm. but i don't know we'll see how are you making people pay for this um, I think it'd have to be like a one-off Steam purchase or something. And then for like certain DLCs maybe charging. And then having in-game currency. It would need to be pretty popular to get a return on the investment. Yeah. But there is the demand out there for it. Just because of how ambitious it is. Because there was it for the other game that we were on about before. Mm-hmm. To get 200 grand off of a Kickstarter. But I think to kind of sum it up, would you both invest? I think that's a good idea in there somewhere. If someone came up to me today and asked if I would invest in this, I would say no, because I'd assume they were bullshitting. <laughs> Same. Also, I'd probably be quite concerned about the... Um, ethics of it because if you tell people that they can simulate life realistically and there are no consequences people are going to do some bad stuff yeah yeah how do you deal with the stuff like if someone destroys a building does that get slowly rebuilt in well not real time but um no so the way that i see it working is having like a taxation as well so for like certain towns as well if you reside in that town or district you pay tax for that mm-hmm. and then obviously if a building gets destroyed you then have like a vote as to whether to rebuild it or not and then that comes out of the tax fund you invented council tax yeah basically is anyone going to vote to replace a building that they know is just going to get blown up again depends what the building is that that to me anyway it keeps each town or area um just being like there for utility and just being solely for what the people actually want rather than having like for example in some areas in the uk they've still got like libraries with like two books in it and they've just like a massive building with like a small area for actual books and the rest is just like open learning spaces now yeah, Birmingham Central Library's like that. Yeah. So it'll keep it for what the actual users use in that area. But what will they use in that area? Well, they have to use a bank, obviously, to store their stuff in, and then houses and stuff like that, and then water towers. Yeah, well, I think of all of the ones you've suggested, this is probably the one that I personally would be most interested in if it was real. Yeah. I don't like an investment. But you'd buy it. Um, if it was good, yeah, definitely. 
Now I just need to find the hundred odd million it'll cost to produce. Yeah, and then I'll give you like six a quid for it. <laughs> yeah. I reckon a lot of people will buy it. Yeah. But whether or not it would, it would have to be good though. It would need good reviews in order to get the money needed. Mm-hmm. Are we ending it there? Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.